Every manager at some time has to fire an employee. It's one of the most difficult tasks a manager has, but it must be done caringly and professionally. Layoffs are a special subset of termination, and we'll discuss the process for both in this episode. Hi, I'm Rick Kendall. And I'm Fred Ball. Welcome to Management Mastery. The purpose of these podcasts is to share what each of us has learned about good and bad management in our combined over 40 years of experience, both as managers and executive coaches. During that time, we've coached managers at every level in companies from Fortune 100s to brand new startups in all major businesses, including nonprofits, government, and education. So whether you're just starting in your first management position or are an experienced manager looking to strengthen your management skills, we know our podcast will be valuable to you. While the outcome is similar, the the cause and process between firing someone and laying them off are very different. With layoffs, there can be almost no warning for the employee, or in some cases for the manager either. And depending on the situation, a call for layoffs may simply speed up the process of removing underperformers or the weakest members of a team. But the difficult situations are when the team really has no weak members, and but nevertheless must reduce in size. But when you need to let someone know and they say, why me? You typically want to stay away from uh, a personal reference and talk about the function, such as... When we looked at the various functions in the um, department, uh, your function was one that, although important, we found that we could do with uh, one less person. And then you also need to decide what you're going to do uh, in order to tell the rest of the staff, and this needs to be done ahead of time. I mean, sometimes a person's a great performer, but you got to let them go because you got to reduce the size. So, yeah, you want to talk more about the function than the person in that case. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, so what we're talking about from here on has more to do with uh, terminating um, an individual rather than than layoff. Right, right, right. So, you know, in this case where we're talking about uh, actually – firing someone for performance reasons, what's really important is you got to document the employee's behavior and the steps that you've taken to correct it. Um, you know, what have you done? The number of conversations, what happened? Uh, we talked about the performance improvement plan. Hopefully you've gone through that process and the performance hasn't improved. Um, so in cases like this, dismissal should not come as a complete surprise. Um, you really, before you talk to the employee, you've got to check with your HR department for the steps you need to follow um, and for the legality of what you're doing. I mean, depending on your company and your industry, this can be very touchy uh, and, and uh, depending on the individual. So you need to be very careful um, and and follow the rules of the company um, very carefully. It, it is it is one of the um, 
biggest uh, uh, negative situations that a boss can have if they don't do it well? Oh, I'm sure. Um, and the other thing you have to do is you got to be sure that you're ready to pick up the employee's duties immediately after they leave, uh, particularly if it's a busy time in your de- department and and uh, things are, you know, stretched already. So you've got to plan for that as well. Um, and you want to consider informing the employee at the end of the workday so they can get their personal things and leave. You don't want them hanging around after um, you've, you've told them. Um, but, you know, allow, allow them to get their, their stuff and, and, and leave. In some companies, they want to escort them from the building or whatever. That, that really is a, on a case-by-case basis, depending on your company. Um, before you go into the dismissal meeting, you want to make sure that you have uh, have the separation letter uh, and that you've checked it and cleared it with human resources uh, and perhaps, if necessary, the company lawyer. And you want to make sure that you understand it. Um, all of the various elements of the letter, such as severance, what benefits the person will have and for how long, including what and when they will be provided. You want to know when the final pay will be, including any bonuses due and and accrued, uh, such as vacation time. Then how long will health insurance coverage go? The person's going to want to know that. Um, uh, And if it's not, when the coverage ends, then COBRA may come into play. Um, you want to know whether they're going to get any outplacement help in order to move on to the next position. Uh, treatment of vested stock options, if they have any. And then if they've had any non-compete or non-disclosure uh, agreements that they filed along the way, you want to make sure that you have those so that you can make sure that they understand what they can and can't do when they leave. Uh, any terms stipulated in a collective bargaining agreement. And any agreements you've made about providing a length of service letter, uh, typically uh, a job title and dates of service would be what the, the, the fewest things that, uh, that a company uh, may want to talk about. And a release such as a promise not to sue the company in exchange for uh, special benefits, perhaps a, a longer uh, severance time and uh, outplacement. And all of that stuff you have before you go into the dismissal meeting. And then when you go into the dismissal meeting, as the boss, you want to deliver the message in person. It's your job. I can't tell you the number of times that Rick and I have had instances where the boss says to us, well, I'm going to have the HR person do it or, or my assistant or someone else. That's, that's not the sign of a, of a good manager. You want to meet in a place that is private and out of sight, not your office. It, it can be, it, it, it's better if it's in the employee's office because you can then have the meeting and then leave. But you want to have a witness, typically human resources, who can serve as an impassive uh, voice and a buffer if there's any outburst. Uh, answer questions regarding some of the things that are in the severance letter, although you don't want to get into too much of that uh, 
and uh, at this time and to be a witness. You want to come in. You want to state what you need to state. The meeting should be over quickly, 10 minutes or less. You want to state the facts, but you want to be pleasant, but state the facts plainly and simply. You might say, we've talked about you're not meeting the performance goals for the role five times in the last 18 months. The goals haven't been met. You want to be dispassionate, direct, and focused, but don't get defensive. And convey a sense of purpose and resoluteness. The decision is final. There's no discussion. Right. But you also you also want to be empathetic. I mean, this, this is... Uh, even even when there's a the process has been going on for a while where you've where you've had the performance improvement plan and the person knows they haven't met the the the, the benchmarks you've set for them it still can come as a shock to them so you you really need to to be sympathetic and and empathetic but at the same time as Fred said you got to be firm. Uh, this is what it is. The fact that you've got someone from HR there, kind of, uh, if you can do that, makes it a lot more real. You know, and you, you explain what the company is providing, assuming it's providing, um, you know, outplacement or, or you know, uh, severance time, etc. Um, don't try to be funny. Don't try to be cute. Um, that's you have to be very businesslike, but but sympathetic to to how the I- individual is feeling. And I've found, frankly, in in my experience as a manager, that nine times out of ten, it doesn't come as a shock. In fact, it comes sometimes as a relief to the person. They have not been happy in their position. Um, either, which is one of the reasons for the bad performance. So, you know, you got to be prepared for just about any reaction. But as Fred says, keep it short, keep it brief, and uh, hopefully you've met in a neutral area where you can get up and get out. Um, You don't apologize. Above all, you don't indicate you might reconsider your decision. It's got to be final. And let the person know if they're going to get a reference from you. Um, and don't say it's part of a layoff if it's not. If it's for performance, you've got to tell them that that's what it is. If the, sometimes a person will be angry, they may make threats, I'm going to sue, whatever. You say, well, that, whatever you feel you have to do, that's up to you, but this is uh, where, we, where we are on this. Um, and if you're going to cancel email accounts and voicemail, do it. Uh, make make arrangements to forward uh, any personal messages and emails to the to the person, and it's appropriate to ask the person to leave or escort them out, um, but make sure they can get their personal belongings and all of that on their way out. Rick, I, I agree with what you said that that it sounded um, when when I was giving the statements before that it was a little bit um, uh, content-based and not empathetic. And you're right, the, the balance uh, is important, just as you were talking about. You want to you be, you want to meet the person, you want to be caring, but you also have to be very definite um, that this is, this is what's going to happen 
and there's not going to be any change. Uh, what about uh, after the meeting? What do you need to do there? Yeah, you, you've got to let everybody on the team know as soon as possible that uh, the person has decided to leave the company to pursue other options. You don't want to go into detail or elaborate on your decision. Um, again, my experience is they already know. But you don't have to say anything. You just say, look, uh, he or she has decided to leave to leave, to leave the company. Um, you don't want to say anything negative about them. Don't characterize their leaving in any way. And, you know, to the extent you can and you think it's appropriate, you know, provide uh, help to them in terms of networking contacts. Again, to the extent you, you feel that it's appropriate. And if you think the person is, is worthy enough. Um, and, you know, you got to tell your team how the the person's uh, responsibilities are going to be divvied up amongst the team. Oh, and you also want to spend time individually with anyone on the team who may have a problem with them leaving. That is, there may be people on your team that were particularly close to the individual. So you want to uh, take care of them, make sure that, uh, you know, they, they feel they can speak to you about it because you don't want to have bitterness left in, in the wake of a dismissal. No, you just want to make sure that if you're having a meeting with someone that you don't go into any of the specific reasons. They're just going on to pursue other options. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But you also need to document the dismissal meeting, right? Write up your notes immediately after what happened, what you said, what they said, um, and who was present at the meeting, particularly if you had a witness from HR. No question. Just to, just in case uh, someone uh, chooses not to take the benefits that you're going to give them and rather, uh, you know, decides that they want to try and sue the company. Right. So there's a couple of things in terms of the uh, that could happen in the meeting in terms of um, the reaction. It's obviously bad news. Uh, as as Rick said, the person may have an idea, but it doesn't matter. This is this is moving from an idea to a to a, a formal state that you, that the person is not going to be here. The person may have a constructive or a, a normal view that's characterized by. Uh, predictable responses such as anger, hurt, or disappointment, uh, and the person may assert themselves. They could be aggressive or hostile. Uh, that would be characterized by emotionalism, anger, and aggressiveness toward you or the company. There you want to make sure that you do not get defensive or argumentative. Let them Let them vent. There could be another situation where someone uh, has avoidance or withdrawal. Uh, that's characterized by shock, confusion, uncertainty, and pass uh, a passive approach. Take the time to discuss the person's feelings and do not rush through the meeting. However, you're still within that 10 minutes. Try to get the individual to talk. If someone sits and stares, refer them for professional health. And then there's the smooth or anticipated characterized by a person who indicates they have anticipated the, the bad news and are almost relieved. This is what Rick was talking about. Uh, it could be a person who actually is relieved and ready to move on 
And once in a while, you get someone who has already been out networking for another position. So those are the kinds of reactions that you could have in the actual meeting. Yeah, and you you never really know. I mean, that that is the um, the kind of hard part about that. You've got to be prepared for any of those any of those reactions, um, and uh, you know it's never easy, um, but it's it's a responsibility of managers, and you have to be able to do it. It's always it's always the toughest job that a manager has. Yeah. So in this session, we've discussed uh, both uh, how to proceed with a layoff, which is not the same as letting someone go for performance reasons. But in the case of of a firing or letting someone go because they have not performed, um, all of the steps you need to take, uh, the cautions you need to observe, and the ways to to deliver the bad news, uh, hold the meeting, and um, bring the whole process, hopefully, to uh, a closure without bad incident. We hope you have found this podcast useful, and we'll come back again for more Management Mastery. If you have any comments about this or any of our episodes, or would like to find out more about our other services, including one-on-one coaching and group seminars for managers, visit our website at careercoachclass.com. Thanks for listening.